Well, hey, good morning. It's uh, Friday, 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 for those of you who care. Uh, Friday, December 17th, 2021. Friday, December 17th, 2021. Uh, The disease in question is cerebral venous sinus thrombosis, or CVST, uh, because it appears in the uh, uh, brains of venous sinuses. Okay, this is ridiculous. Nine deaths from the, that blood clotting disease out of 17 million doses of the Johnson & Johnson's, Johnson vaccine, and the uh, FDA has decided to roll back uh, their Johnson & Johnson recommendation. I, okay, I realize one death is too many. Of course. I mean, it's obvious. But by comparison, aspirin given in hospitals has 400 deaths per 17 million. Compared to nine deaths? Okay, so you have to you have to weigh it. You know, it's not that bad. If you're a woman, maybe you want to say, uh, "No, I don't want to take it because it." I, I think, and, and I, I could be wrong on this, but I believe there were more deaths, or maybe all the deaths were women. So, PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to uh, Google those four words: Political Views TV podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. I truly appreciate you coming every day. It's really nice of you. Remember, today is Friday. Don't forget to look for that flaming, uh, that Friday flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep when politicians leave stuff out there Friday night or Saturday in the hopes that it'll disappear in the 24-hour news cycle and not be around on Monday. Uh, tweet to me. Oh, well, first, bring someone with you today or this weekend, if you can, and tweet to me your questions or insights or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. I was hoping this would happen, not because I think the settlement was wrong, but because I felt it wasn't enough as it, it did nothing to hold those responsible who were responsible, of course, I'm talking about the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma, Pharma that, uh, that you and I talked about in past reports numerous times. A federal judge yesterday overturned the opioid settlement. Didn't I have trouble saying opioid last time? <laughs> um, a federal judge yesterday overturned the opioid uh, settlement of more than $4 billion that gave the Sackler family broad protection against civil litigation and resolved all outs- outstanding uh, civil suits against OxyContin uh, maker uh, Purdue Pharma. So <clears throat> Judge Colleen uh, McMahon of the Southern District of New York ruled that the bankruptcy court uh, lacked the statutory authority to give the Sackler family those protections, and they are not permitted under the bankruptcy code. According to a statement uh, from Stephen Miller, chairman of, the, of uh, Purdue Pharma LP Board of Directors, <coughs> uh, Purdue, uh, Board of Directors of Purdue Pharma said it would appeal the ruling, saying the decision would delay and perhaps end the ability of creditors, communities, and individuals to receive billions in value to abate the opioid crisis. I'm going to have to spell that differently just to be able to say it. Uh, Now, this, of course, is a false narrative, mind you. He's saying, oh, well, well, if you, uh, uh, you're going to delay all this money to help others. At any time, 
The Sackler family can begin releasing funds to fix the horrible damage they did to the world without a court-ordered requirement. And I'm sure it would put lipstick on the pig of their public image, and the judge would take it into consideration. The ruling upends critical protections that have shielded the Sackler family. That's why they're against it. And therefore, uh, the Sackler family and their fortune from civil liability. Following the initial settlement in September, family members of the late Dr. Mortimer Sackler maintained their denials of allegations against them. They said in a statement to CNN... While we dispute the allegations that have been made about our family, we have embraced this path in order to help combat a serious and complex public health crisis. We hope that the resolution will signal the beginning of a far-reaching effort to deliver assistance where it is most needed. It distresses us greatly that it also became involved in suffering from addiction or abuse. We are truly sorry for the suffering and loss people have experienced and recognize the anger or hurt that many people have felt alongside their grief. To which I say, cool, you should not be filthy rich after murdering so many people. You should be required to struggle just like the rest of us because money gained by your family's misdeeds would never have gone to you in the first place had the crimes never been committed, right? You're rich because of this. You would just be a normal person if you didn't have it. You would have had to struggle just like the rest of us. At least eight states previously uh, previously appealed the uh, controversial bankruptcy uh, court decision, citing the low dollar amount, among other issues, especially the Sackler family getting off with nothing. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Can we do that? Uh, (laughs) Ruh-roh, Fox News. Fox News is not happy this morning. A judge in Delaware has found that Fox News coverage of the election fraud after the 2020 election may have been inaccurate. What? Fox News inaccurate? Really? Come on. It may have been inaccurate and is allowing a ma- it's a, the judge is allowing a major defamation uh, case against the psycho far right wing uh, uh, TV network to move forward. Uh, Judge Eric Davis of the Delaware Superior Court declined to dismiss Dominion Voting Systems' lawsuit against Fox News in a significant ruling yesterday. The ruling will uh, now allow Dominion to attempt to unearth extensive communications within Fox News as they gather evidence for the case, and the company may be able to interview the network's top names under oath. Why is this important, you say? Because it will likely uncover connections between the former administration to the propaganda arm of Uh, Fox News. Uh, Davis wrote in a 52-page opinion that Fox News may have slanted its coverage to push election fraud, knowing the accusations were wrong. He noted Dominion alerted the network's anchors and executives to information that disproved accusations of widespread vote switching following Trump's re-election loss. The judge followed with, nevertheless, Fox and its news personnel continued to report Dominion purported connection to the election fraud claims without also reporting on Dominion's emails. Given that Fox apparently 
Fox News apparently refused to report contrary evidence, including evidence from the Department of Justice. The complaint's allegations support the reasonable inference that Fox intended to keep Dominion's side of the story out of the narrative. The, uh, the court rejected Fox's claim uh, that it was able to discuss Trump advisors' election fraud conspiracies under principles of news reporting. You can't call it news reporting if it's only one side of the story. I mean, right? Uh, by the way, I do opinion and news. News and views. If you want straight news, go get straight news. I, I mean, generally what I do is news, but, uh, you know, sometimes I have a slant. One way or the other. I mean, I call out, remember, I call out... Uh, uh, Democrats quicker than I call out the Republicans. Anyway, the suit uh, alleges Fox personalities, including Tucker Carlson, Janine Pyro, Sean Hannity, and their on-air guests Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Mike Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy, the nutbag, uh, spread lies about fraud in the 2020 election that hurt Dominion's business. It is one of many lawsuits Dominion uh, Dominion has brought related to right-wing claims after the election and is a major win for the company. Moving on. They also have, uh, uh, I mean, cases against Giuliani themselves, Giuliani and others. The Pentagon this year made the COVID-19 vaccine mandatory for all service members, including the National Guard and Reserve, all of the U.S. military services have now begun disciplinary actions and discharges for troops who have refused to get the mandated coronavirus vaccine, according to officials, with as many as 20,000 unvaccinated forces at risk of being removed from service. Uh, yesterday, the Marine Corps said it has discharged 100, 103 Marines so far for refusing the vaccine, and the Army said it has reprimanded more than 2,700 soldiers and will be uh, begin discharge proceedings in January. The Air Force said earlier this week that 27 airmen had been discharged for refusing the vaccine order, and the Navy laid out its new discipline uh, procedure this week and has already fired one sailor from his command job for refusing to be tested while he pursues an exemption. It's not clear how many could end up being discharged, but uh, according to the services, at least 30,000 service members are not yet vaccinated, but several thousand of them, uh, of those, have gotten temporary or permanent medical or administrative exemptions approved. So about one and a half percent of the roughly 1.3 million active duty troops. Yesterday, the Army said 98% of its active duty forces had gotten at least one shot. The Marines said 95% of its force has gotten at least one dose as of yesterday. And 98.4% of the Navy is fully vaccinated, which is really a high rate, if you ask me. All of them, it's a high rate. Uh, the Pentagon is also weighing making the vaccine booster shots mandatory for service members. You and I talked about this a few months ago, that the FDA were planning to remove restrictions on the abortion pill and allow online orders with an online consultation from a medical professional. Uh, used to be, uh, you'd have to go to your doctor to get the prescription and pick it up in person. Yesterday, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration permanently eased those restrictions on the pill used to terminate early pregnancies, allowing the drug to be sent by mail rather than requiring it to be dispensed in person. Uh, Texas has already made moves to restrict even this type of abortion, but they have not yet done it. Honestly, I don't know how I, uh, Texas is allowed to do this. 
uh, Roe v. Wade really has nothing to do with abortion. It has to do with a woman's right to choose what to do with her body. And I think a woman should be allowed to do anything with her body. Um, how many times have you and I talked about the repression of Uyghurs in Western China and uh, China and Eastern Afghanistan? Not, not just by China. I called out Bush 43's administration for their torture of Uyghurs. Uh, BBC News reported the U.S. has accused China of genocide in its rep uh, repression of predominantly Muslim Uyghurs, a minority there, a charge that China has repeatedly rejected. Now the U.S. Congress has passed a bill that requires companies prove that goods imported from China's Xinjiang region were not produced with forced labor. The bill... How, do, how can you tell the BBC reported this? Labor is spelled L-A-B-O-U-R. <laughs> uh, the bill had been uh, criticized by major companies that do business in the area, including Coca-Cola, Nike, and Apple. Uh, it, has uh, it was approved by the Senate yesterday with a, uh, the vote of every member of Congress except one. You know what? I'm going to have to look up and see who that is. Uh, its passage also overcame uh, initial lack of White House support. Uh, the Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act, uh, as the bill is formally known, now heads to the desk of President Joe Biden to be signed into law. Uh, for months, the White House uh, avoided taking a stance. Uh, but earlier this week, uh, Secretary, um, Press Secretary Jen Psaki said uh, Biden would sign it. Uh, the U.S. accuses China of employing slavery and genocide. Uh, in China's resource-rich Western region, which is near Afghanistan. I mean, I'm telling you, rare earths over there are really important. Uh, U.S. and multinational corporations, which are already facing shortages over supply chain issues, had lobbied against it out of concern over how it would affect business. Uh, lawmakers in both chambers struck an agreement this week on the final text of the bill after earlier versions passed the House and the Senate. The measure also removes a Republican obstruction that prevented Biden's nominated ambassador to China, uh, Nicholas Burns, uh, from being approved. You know how uh, they are. They're always blocking everything. Um, also yesterday, the U.S. Commerce Department announced sanctions on over 30 Chinese technology companies and research institutes that are accused of working in support of the Chinese military. The newest rule bans American companies from selling goods to the sanctioned companies and entities without a special license. Uh, the agency also accused China's Academy of Military Medical Sciences of using biotechnology to support Chinese military end uses, including purported brain control weaponry. Isn't that interesting? Uh, plus, yesterday, the U.S. Treasury Department announced an investment blacklist of eight Chinese companies that it accused of biometric surveillance and tracking of Uyghurs, including DJI, the, the world's largest maker of small drones, uh, frequently used uh, by amateur uh, hobbyists. In fact, I might have one of those drones here somewhere. Uh, moving on. The remaining 12 Christian Aid Ministries missionary hostages held by Haitian 400 Mobozo gang were freed yesterday in the neighborhood of Morn Cabri after two months. Uh, 17 missionaries representing Christian Aid Ministries uh, included 16 Americans and one Canadian, uh, one uh, child, uh, eight, year, uh, eight months old, I believe it was. Uh, were kid uh, kidnapped by armed men on October 16 while driving through the suburb of Croix de Bouquet, 
uh, just outside the capital of Port-au-Prince. Uh, two of the missionaries were released on November 21st. Two weeks later, three more hostages were released following the remaining 12 yesterday morning. A ransom was paid to the 400 Mowoza gang, according to a source. A U.S. official said that a ransom was paid, but not by the U.S. government. Though the exact amount is not known, the source said it was far less than the original request of $1 million per hostage. I ran through this pretty quick because I have more work to do today. I got a lot of stuff to do. So that's it. Thanks for listening. Friday, December 17th, 2021. Friday, December 17th, 2021. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, Those four words. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you coming every day. It's really nice of you. Really nice of you. I, uh, uh, if you can, bring somebody with you today or, or this weekend if you can. Uh, and don't forget, you can tweet to me. Questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. And don't forget, also don't forget, Uh, Look for Friday's flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep. I'm Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.